Wow. Amazing. Check it. Episode 142 of the AT Show. Yeah. We're back with Kenny again. <laughs> and this time comes Master Ethan Allen and his baby. Welcome to the show. Our first ba- our youngest guest on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you both for turned six months. Oh, he's turning six months now? Awesome. Uh, he, he turned six months on the fourth. So he oh. is your youngest uh, guest on the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Yeah. Hey. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I guess bar now. So if you can get somebody less than six months, then that will be your youngest. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a, yeah. We have a new bar, right? <laughs> um, Alan, I just want to know truly what, what, what are all the weapons behind you? I see an axe. <laughs> I see some. Katana, some swords, yeah. right? Yeah. Some uh, many more gloves. Uh, so you'll you see up here is um, uh, basically bow and arrow. That's uh, my Filipino roots. You know, actually going hunting in the jungle and stuff. Uh, there is a katana up there, and then uh, a traditional uh, straight sword from the Chinese uh, set, and then we have a Chinese broadsword bunch of nerf swords because you know you always don't want to keep uh, the kid inside of you happy mm-hmm. uh, so that's a nerf axe there. there's a there's oh, a battle yeah. axe oh you have a real axe but... awesome yeah I mm-hmm. um, he literally has one there's a foil <laughs> and an fa and a saber up there and then a bunch of lightsabers as well so oh nice <laughs> you have the whole deck and which one if you wanted to battle now which weapon would you use First, what's your uh, choice? Probably the Chinese straight sword. The Chinese yeah. straight sword. Yeah. Cool. What What about it? Is it just like fast? Uh, it can. It's basically the closest thing I I can uh use for like an all all comers sort of thing. Um, Chinese straight sword is is basically the officer's weapon, so you are supposed to be able to take on anything with it. And I've done I think more hours with that than any other weapon. All right. Cool. So I'm the most comfortable with that. What about what about you, Kenny? Is, do you feel more comfortable with any certain weapons? I would say a staff. <laughs> <laughs> but behind you, you have a staff behind you. Yes, that's the um, the bamboo staff I just play around with all the time. But yeah, since I like playing around and dressed up as Darth Maul and just spin stuff, so that's my one of my usual go-to weapons. But sword-wise, I could say the same thing as my master, um, the straight sword. And also the, the katana, because match my sharpest sword is my katana. So <laughs> I have actually one good bow ready sword in case um, shit hits the fan. Oh, I see. <laughs> and um, you might never know; it might happen soon. I mean, you never know, really. But I mean, it's not likely to happen that you're gonna actually have to use these weapons to go out and war. But back in the day, it really That's was right. like a reality. Like you need to train so that you can be prepared in case a battle happened. And then battles then would be... People always used to say, uh, you use your Kung Fu to get to your pistol. Then your pistol <laughs> to get to your shotgun. Then your shotgun to get to your rifle. Yes. And then your rifle to get to your surface to air missile. So, I see. so yeah. There's, it's... A, there's a little bit of... A mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think... Yeah, well, now I guess like people don't need to learn Kung, Kung Fu or these weapons to actually learn how to fight because there are other weapons. I guess like guns and rifles and um, is it have is it like the the training of weapons is it like weaker now? Do people are people less 
practicing of all these weapons just because it's not like practical anymore? Has it moved to more like the martial arts as opposed to like to the fighting um, side? You get what you want to get out of it, mm -hmm. right? So most people start martial arts uh, and the easiest thing to do is to learn uh, how to use their body. So if uh, I, I wouldn't give, let's, let's say I, I wouldn't give a 357 mag, Magnum to a toddler, right? Sure. They don't even know how to use their hands yet or their feet. So same thing, martial arts, you start off uh, open hand. And so you start there. And once you have a good, solid foundation with that, then we can start talking about weapons and putting things, you know, extending your focus and stuff like that. Most people want to learn them, uh, but there is a certain amount of discipline uh, required in order to create the uh, extension to the weapon, uh, the extension of focus, basically. So if, if uh, you have the focus, if you have the discipline to train in a weapon, you will get proficient at it. But that, that's true at, at anything. If you have the focus and the discipline to learn, it, learn how to program a computer, then you, you'll get really good at it. It's, it's the same principle. Yeah. So nowadays, people are using martial arts... Uh, things that were considered mainly martial arts principles in other things. They just, that, that level of Kung Fu mm -hmm. is, uh, is relatable to all things, right? So if uh, we talk about Kung Fu, right? Kung Fu means great skill. Like if you look at the characters of Kung Fu, the first character is a guy pushing a plow. So it means work, right? The second is a, is a uh, tree coming out of the ground. So it means time. So, with enough work, with enough time, you'll have Kung Fu, great skill. So that's kind of how it works with everything. So how many, however many hours you have, you know, into a specific um, activity, you'll get good at. Wow. It's, I mean, it makes sense, right? The more repetition, the more focus, the more it becomes natural to you. Um, I want to ask you, what do you, what do you recommend if someone's new to martial arts, like a young kid wants to learn uh, a different martial art? I don't know what they're confused. I don't know. Do I want to learn uh, jujitsu or Kung Fu or any of the so many martial arts? Uh, what, what do you recommend? Uh, how old is the child? Um, <laughs> let's say they're like 13. Okay, 13. Mm -hmm. yeah, At 13 years old, you kind of have a good idea already of what you want, right? If we were talking about like 5 to 8, 8 to 12, um, those, this would be a different answer as well. But if you're 13 years old, you have a good idea of what you want. So the question then becomes, what do you want to get out of this? Do you want to just learn self-defense? Do you want to learn how to fight? Because those are two different things. Or do you want to learn how to take your energy and focus it into something that will make you better at other things. So once again, it becomes another question um, of what do you want out of your martial arts? Because you'll get out of it what you put into it. I see. All right. And I mean, that's a great answer. So for someone like me, who's in my twenties, if I not really <laughs> haven't been into martial arts too much, but now I want to learn more about it. Um, how is it, how do I get started learning about it and practicing it? Sure. Well, again, what do you want to get out of it? Some people want to fight in a cage, which is great. Some people want to, uh, be the next, you know, 
action superstar on in Hollywood. Great. You know, that's, mm-hmm. those, are, those are diametrically opposed, but still good, right? Uh, whatever your, your intention is. Some people just want to, want to get stress release, stress relief out of it. Um, so really, what do you want out of it? So uh, let me ask you, what do yeah, you want? What do I want out of it? Sure. Yeah, the, um, let's say like, uh, I like moving. I like moving my, my body. I, I like, it's a great feeling and it's a good de-stressor. And sure. okay. yeah. you want to relieve stress and you want to actually use this as a form of exercise. Great. So in that sense, you can do any sort of aerobic active activity. So the next question is what, why martial arts? Why did you pick martial arts instead of cycling or hiking or mm-hmm. rock climbing? Those are all great. Or why did you walk into the martial arts school? Mm-hmm. What drew you here? Well, it's the honestly, it's the um, it's the knowledge and wisdom behind the, the the actual movement. So, like, I know like how to skateboard and stuff, and that's it's cool. I move my body, and it feels great. But it's not the same as from when I last time I spoke to Kenny. Is like every move and every um, maneuver is just like a lesson on how to fight or how to live your life. And by practicing it, you're learning you're learning new things um, other than just skills, but more of a philosophical aspect to it. Is that right? That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there is no wrong answer. Oh, sorry. I see. <laughs> so whatever I think of it, I guess. Right. Yeah. So if, if that's the case, mm-hmm. uh, what I understood from your answer is that you like the fact that there's history and philosophy behind everything. Yes. It's not just climbing a mountain, right? It's not mm-hmm. just riding your bike from here to, you know, Mexico city or whatever. Okay, great. So now I know that you're somebody that wants to move and to actually, you know, use this because whatever stressors you have in your life, you know, this is a way for you to kind of get away from them. So as an instructor, I know that about you now after asking those questions and the fact that you are interested in the history and the philosophy, that means that, okay, you'll actually stick around a little bit longer because you know that there's something behind everything. So as a instructor and you're trying to, you know, at, at coming in and being somebody new, that means that, you know what, I think you should be able to, to pull this off because you have something outside of yourself that will allow you to hold up a mirror and see yourself. You, you'll actually be able to see your progress based on you know, something outside of you, not just, you know, something inside of you. Oh, I'm just doing this for fun. Okay, good. So now we actually have a roadmap. Yeah. You told me where you want to go. Great. (laughs) Why did you go there? Okay. Mm -hmm. So now it's up to me as an instructor, as a guide to tell you, okay, these are the steps. This is what you need to do in order to get from Phoenix to Boston. You know, you don't want to end up you know, in Washington state, we want to get closer to Washington, DC. So I have to make sure that you're on your way there. So the first step is showing up, you know, can you actually show up and can you Mm -hmm. do that consistently? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. As you show up, we have to find out where you're starting. Okay. So where are we? Can we touch our toes, you know, while standing up? Can we uh, have enough focus to count while we're doing something? 
you know, uh, uh, something else with our body? Can, can we actually shut off all the electronics, all of the stuff kind of dis, um, uh, can we detach ourselves from mm-hmm. everything else and just be in our focused? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can, can we have our mind focused on one thing and help our body? Okay, great. So now we create what we like to call controlled trauma, right? Controlled so trauma. Controlled <laughs> okay. It's basically, you're going to put your body through mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of exercises and postures and positions in order to show you where, where you are, you know, where, how do you, how can you break your limb, your limitations if you don't know what your limitations are, you know? So, okay. So let's see how long you can stand, stand in a horse stance. Let's see if you can touch your toes. Where, where's your flexibility? Where's your strength? Where's your coordination at? Okay. So everything that's done in a good martial arts warm up is actually checking those for you. Oh, right? I see. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if you are supposed to, um, we do a tech, uh, uh, an exercise, a drill called punch, kick, punch, right? So if I, if you have your right hand out and your right leg back and your left hand chamber to your side, and then you're going to punch with your left hand and kick with your right leg at the same time, you elbow back with your right hand, then go back into the original position. So you're going to punch and you're going to kick, and then you're going to punch again to end up in the same position, right? So now at, if we were to do that, right, can you do 10 of them? Oh, let's start yeah. slow. Can you do one of them? One of them. Yeah. Do you have the coordination to do one? Okay, now can you do 10? Great. Now mm-hmm. can you do 20? Great. Now can you do 50? Great. Can you do it to 100? So now we know where you are in coordination. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't start that way, but it's, it's a thing, mm-hmm. right? So can you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth? Can you use your voice while you, while you, uh, can you key basically as you move? Kia? So all these things <laughs> tell you where you are on your first yeah. day. I see. All the, right. The very first time you do, you do anything, you're going to be like, okay, mm-hmm. this is where I am. Do I want mm-hmm. to get better or am I good where I am right now? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, I mean, this isn't the case for me, but for some people, it's very hard to commit to something difficult. Everyone's always like, "Me, I'm, I'm too old to try a new thing, especially with physical activity. Like you're too no old excuse. to learn. <laughs> I guess that's the answer, right? Just no, no excuse. You just have to push your limits and set your mind to something and try to learn something new every day. Well, uh, that would, uh, we would say then if, if you were in the school and you were to say, I'm too old to try something new, I would ask you why you're here. Then why are you here? <laughs> yeah, because you want to. Are you here just, to, just mm-hmm. to look at a fishbowl? Because my <laughs> students are not good. Right? It, why are you here? Yeah, might as well. Or I would go to Netflix and go watch a Kung Fu movie. <laughs> it actually has a better story than what you're going to see here. Okay? So why are you here? That's the biggest question. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's great. I mean, might as well. The, the hardest step is just showing up. And then after showing up, you just need to commit. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you. Actually, much harder. <laughs> it's true. A lot harder. A lot more pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to ask you about the pain. So, like, you're bound if you're doing physical sport and athletics and martial arts. So you're going to hurt yourself. It's just part of 
the process, right? So people are like, I'm too old to get hurt <laughs> or I don't like pain or I really don't want to confront like any kind of physical pain that could happen. Um, I mean, what, how do you like, what do you, what do you say about that? Uh, again, it's, it's why are you here? Most of, why are you most, here? Of the, mm. most of the people that say that are not there to do uh, <clears throat> self-defense. They're not there to break boards, right? Mm-hmm. They're there for Tai Chi, tai or chi. wellness, or I see. learning how to walk again, or learning you know, how to deal with chronic pain. Great. Now I know why you're here. Here's what we do for that. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. I see. So now we have a different set of parameters, mm-hmm. okay? How long can you stand still? Can you remember to breathe correctly? Can you breathe from your lower diaphragm? Okay, great. Can you actually, you know, can you get up out of your chair without too much uh, uh, preamble? Or do you need a chair to do these exercises? You know, so again, there's a, there's like a check-in with your body, but a different check-in. If you're here for wellness, your, your general wellness, and just kind of, you know, hey, maybe maybe you're 80 years old and you're like, well, I've done everything else in the world. Might as well try this. Ooh, this Tai Chi thing's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> we have space for you, but we, again, still have to know where we're starting. Again, I'm going to go back to the analogy of going from Phoenix to Boston. I got to know, are you in Phoenix or, or are we starting in Tucson, man? Because there's another highway to, to be had. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of one of those things where uh, – when a student starts, no matter no matter the age, we have to ask why. And once we can answer that question, then we can address two things. Because most most students come in uh, trying to satisfy a curiosity, right? Every every single person in martial arts or have started with trying to satisfy the curiosity of, hey, what's this going to be like? Is this like the movies? Am I going to have? Um, Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid, or am I going right. to have John Kreese from Cobra Kai? Who's who is this teacher, right? So most most students uh, will come in with two questions to satisfy their curiosity. One, can you teach me? Are you uh, are you certified? Are do you actually know what you're doing, or are you just trying to make up the stuff? It's you know, crazy Allen's backyard kung fu, or is this actually? like you said, have a martial arts tradition, a history and philosophy, or is it, you know, can you teach me Mm -hmm. two different, two different ways to look at the same thing. First, can, can you, are you speaking my language? Am I in a group of like-minded individuals? If I'm here for Tai Chi, why is there a rage in the cage cage on the floor? This is probably not my, my place, Mm -hmm. you know? So you wouldn't go, you know, you wouldn't go to a uh, barbecue restaurant and ask mm-hmm. for a salad. I see. Kind of. That, yeah. Right. I mean, that makes sense. Like if, if you're really not like if you don't want to go through any like physical struggle, maybe there, there are other kinds of martial arts that have less of that and more of movement. Um, but so for someone like myself, for example, right, <laughs> I want to like I'm. I've been learning the skateboard, right? And one of the things my mom immediately told me, she's like, um, hey, you're going to break an arm. <laughs> Watch out. You're going to fall down. You're going to hurt yourself. It's one of those things where it's just happen. You're going to hurt yourself. Wear a helmet. <laughs> well, that's true. Right. That's first, I guess. But in, um, in, mar- like in martial arts, like if, 
if someone has that 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 worry about going through like some kind of like pain and they want yeah. but they want to challenge themselves but they're scared of the you know you just need to commit sometimes but if right. you can't really commit because of that fear how do you get past that fear uh first step is the fact that you showed up now we'll go, we'll go back to that <laughs> the fact that you showed up means that you're willing to do it mm-hmm. now to be honest it will be hard but anything worth doing won't be easy so if that is your goal to let's 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 go by your analogy here if your goal is to learn how to skateboard know that these are the dangers right the ground is hard you know, know that you'll hit the ground a lot. So you got to learn how to fall. You have to learn how to get back up. You have to summon the will to get back on that board, you know? And then once you do that and you've got a good foundation and you, you know how to, you know, push off one foot in order to, to, to get speed. Okay. There's another level. There's a skate park. There's a half pipe, you know, there's, there, there's an Ollie and a bunch of other moves to do uh, from it. So there's another level, another level, another level, another level, right? So if, if you go with that with Kung Fu or Tai Chi or Taekwondo or any other martial art, know there's gonna be a lot of horse stance, you know, trying to build the muscles and tendons in order to do the more advancements later. You sit in a horse stance so you have a stronger kick so you can actually have the endurance to to actually train the whole hour, you know? Yeah, it sucks and you're there for five minutes, but guess what? It's 12 times as long, <laughs> you know? You're gonna, you're gonna have to deal with being able to, to, to do that. So yeah, just mm-hmm. like your analogy, you have to know going in, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing martial arts. Okay, I know that it's gonna take a while. A while. I know mm-hmm. it's a lifetime of learning. I know that uh, there should be a place or, or another thing I, I want to, to get to. Okay. For most people it's black belt, right? Some people, uh, want to say I accomplished something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Black belt is it. It's like, it's like, uh, graduating mm-hmm. high school, graduating high school. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you've congratulations. You've learned how to learn. That's a, that's a first degree <laughs> black. Belt, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. In most traditions, most traditions, mm-hmm. hey, good job. You put so much time, effort, and energy into this that congratulations, you are now ready to learn more, which now you can go to different colleges, right? And you can go into trade schools. You can go into all that stuff. That's, you know, to myself and, and our lineage is uh, what a first degree black belt is. Now you can specialize. Now you can specialize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. like mm-hmm. like your, your analogy mm-hmm. of... You know, hey, I want to learn how to skateboard. Great. Skateboarding. Mm-hmm. That part you can do. <laughs> yeah. Right. But now, do you want to actually, you know, go learn on some, a half pipe? Mm-hmm. Do you learn wanna, some tricks. Do you want to actually do a, a course? You know, do you want to actually compete? Oh, man, there's so many things, right? So that's the same with martial arts. <laughs> Alan, uh, I know this is a silly question, but is this skateboarding a martial art? Yes. Oh, it is. <laughs> How no, believe it or not, yes. <laughs> what makes it a martial yeah. art? <laughs> okay, well, let's take a look at the words, right? Okay. Martial art, right? Mm-hmm. Martial is basically <laughs> the fact that it is uh, something that you drill over and over and over again, like the military, right? How many times have you gotten on your skateboard? How many times have you tried a specific technique and failed? 
and done it over and over and over again until you got it right. I consider that pretty martial, you know, and it's an art. Yes, every single skateboarder has their own style, has their own set of movement, has their own uh, way of doing things. It, comparisons are there. The culture might be different, but yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. This focus and discipline for that sp specific skill is going to be the same focus and discipline you would use to be a great chef, let's say. It's the same focus and discipline it, it would take to uh, uh, build houses, build yeah. beautiful homes, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same thing. And that's why we, we call it Kung Fu and not Wushu, which is the translation for martial arts. Like in, in, in Chinese, Wushu actually means martial art. Oh, I see. We call it Kung Fu because it's great skill. You use that same skill, the same method to learn anything and apply it to every everything in your life. Wow, cool. <laughs> I did not, yeah, I didn't know. Really yeah, <laughs> I did not think of it that way. Yeah, it's, um, it's yeah. pretty cool. Just imagine, I just, I don't know, mind my, my ignorance, but it's like, I just imagine it's more Eastern, like uh, Kung Fu, Karate. Just you think of that, you think of like those Eastern <laughs> martial arts, right? I just never thought that it's not like, I didn't think like something in America could be created as a martial art. Um, yeah, well, think about it this way. Uh, boxing is a martial art. Boxing is, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Again, mm -hmm. wrestling too. Wrestling. 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 Mm -hmm. Professional wrestling, like the WWE, that's a martial art. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Undertaker yeah. takes a lot of time. <laughs> and it, I mean, it, it's more art than martial, but mm -hmm. I, I would say the martial part is very prevalent in it, right? Mm -hmm. But the art is telling a story right? Can you be invested in this fake person enough mm -hmm. to be, to, to actually pay for the pay-per-view or, you know, subscribe to their, their, um, live feed or whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, th this is, there's so many things, uh, and, and, and we as a culture kind of think of martial arts as fighting, right? But it's not really that, um, cause there's many, historical European martial arts as well, right? I said I have a foil, like, a saber, and an epee up here. I see. Well. Mm -hmm. So there's that. There's mm -hmm. the Polish saber. There's Zweihander, right? The big German greatsword. And all these wonderful, wonderful, like, ways to kill people, right? <laughs> uh, in, in the Western part of the world as well. Uh -huh. There's Native American martial arts, right? Mm -hmm. the, there's a horse-to-horse -horse fighting. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the knife fighting is just amazing right there it, there's a lot of things but we as a culture try to tend to think martial arts is going to be just for combat mm -hmm. right but it's not it, it, it's what is mindset. it then it's a mindset then yeah i see it's a mindset it's the same it's the same like i said focus and discipline it takes to do anything mm -hmm. that to me is a martial art right let's go with your skateboarding analogy again how many hours do you think you put into a skateboard probably about ten thousand. In China, there's a big flag in Chen Village, I believe it is, that says 10,000. It has the number 10,000 on it. That basically means that you got to do it 10,000 times. Wow. Yes. Yeah. We have a saying in, in our school that we, we say, uh, which is basically the rule of 10,000. So you got to do it 10 times just to remember you did it. You got to do it 100 times to do it right once. 
you got to do it a thousand times to actually know what you're doing. And then you got to do it 10,000 times to do it without thinking. So if you're actually trying to master anything, then you're going to have to do it 10,000 times. Wow. And the only way to do something 10,000 times is to do it every single day. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you think about it, like if you, uh, how many, t- this is how I explain it to parents. How many times have you told your kids to brush their teeth? Right? <laughs> have they done it yeah. by themselves yet? No, you haven't told them 10,000 times yet. You've told them 10, 10 times. Great. Uh-huh. They know what that brushing your teeth thing is. You told them a hundred times. Oh, great. Now they've probably done it right once. <laughs> so yeah. you've told them, you know, a thousand times, Hey, you know what? They actually know what they're doing now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. By the 10,000th yeah. time, you probably don't have to tell them anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it works for like that's anything. I mean, anything. I mean, you apply it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't want to scare people by saying, hey, if you want to get good at anything, you have to do it 10,000 times. And that's the only way you can get good at it. I guess there are levels you'll reach as you're going, reaching that stage that you will learn a lot and you will change a lot through. But the 10,000 sure. times is what you need to commit to if you really want to become a master at something. Right. Yeah. Well, you can, yeah. Y- how many hours have people spent playing uh, Skyrim? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. listen, 10,000 times is going to come. Think of it as an achievement unlocked. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Ten papers right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um, yeah, you got to commit to it 10,000 10, times. Wow. To, to get well, to it, it's a thing, though. It's like once you get to 10,000, you've already lost count. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh-huh. And what? Yeah. So 10,000 hours in Skyrim by now. Uh, Alan, sure. <laughs> Alan, that's, no, this is no, that's very much true. But the difference is, Alan, like you're more like focused. You can think of it. You're more mature. You can be like, hey, this is what I need to set my mind to 10,000 times for like a kid <laughs> doing something 10 times <laughs> is, is very difficult, right? Right, which is, which is why you have to do it differently mm-hmm. each time. It doesn't mean you have to do it 10,000 times the exact same way, right? Because hopefully on the way to 10,000, you've learned to do it better, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you, uh, let's go with the video game thing, right? <laughs> One, if you first get to, you know, the next level of, uh, of wherever you are, right? First time you have no idea what's coming. The second time you have sort of an idea what's coming, but by the hundredth time you've tried to do this level, you have the timing, hopefully, <laughs> to, you know, duck the yeah. fireball and jump over the like pit and to mm-hmm. be able to, to do all this. Stuff. So wow. it's the same, same idea with martial arts, to move your body, to be able to uh, put your mind in the same mindset to know what's coming and know what, what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's how you get good at anything, wow. how you get um, fluid mm-hmm. and kind of flow and go into that flow state. You've, uh, so that you've seen this, about. right? So you've seen people go through the process from like zero and building on and on and on up to the thousand, right? So is it, do you see like changes in the people, their personality, their confidence? I don't know. You see changes as they go through this journey in martial Absolutely. arts. Well, mm-hmm. I've taught probably more kids than adults, mm-hmm. but you see it more in kids 
you see you see the difference like night and day in kids for adults you see it in subtler ways okay right for a kid you can see the first day they're hiding behind their mom's legs mm -hmm. right and then by the time they're black belt they're yelling at the top of their lungs they're keying, <laughs> you know spinning mm -hmm. kicks and they're right so mm -hmm. in that 36 to 72 month time right that you have a kid in a school trained to be a black belt um so three to six years is usually you know in any formative state you'll see a difference that's the easy part mm -hmm. for adults it's, it's a little bit more subtle uh not just physically but now you'll see them you know they'll start getting their life together they'll start applying their focus outside of uh the dojo they'll start to go you know what that's a toxic relationship i'm not getting what i want out of that okay i'll, I'll end that relationship you know I'll, I'll start to surround myself with people that are of more like mine people that are growing instead of you know what does that have to do with kung fu though like a relationship absolutely you have. everything <laughs> have you not been listening <laughs> no i have i have no i uh, i, I understand what you're <laughs> i understand what you're trying to say but it's like what does I know, like being focused on something and getting confidence in doing something, right? Just anything will make you feel more confident to like leave bad relationships or bad yes. toxic people because you feel like, okay, I have something that I have at least my skill and training, right? So, yeah. So hmm. let's, let's, um, let's do it. Think of it this way. Have you ever called up the, the friends you had in kindergarten? Um, <laughs> I guess. Um, probably not. Yeah, probably right. not. <laughs> you, you remember your friends from third grade? Uh, no, not really. No. No. Mm -hmm. How about how about let's say freshman year in high school? Yeah. Okay. I'm so close. Some so of my friends from then. You were a lot yeah. closer to them mm -hmm. than you were those people over there. Yeah. Right in, in kindergarten and third grade. So. If you're growing and the people around you are not, they'll start to resent it. Oh, wow. They'll start to separate themselves from you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are genuinely enjoying life, enjoying yourself, enjoying the fact that, hey, you know what? I'm, my mind and my body are actually in this one place. So it's actually uh, making me grow as a person, uh, become a little bit more confident in myself the people that were pulling you down, the people that you are trying to help um, kind of get out of their own funk, they tend to separate themselves from you. So I've seen many relationships go up and down, some for good, some for bad, you know, uh, in, the, in, in, in that world where, hey, you know what? When I first started, I was kind of meek. I, I didn't know how to use my voice. But by the time I got my black belt, I learned to speak up. I learned to ask for help. I learned to actually do this because I know that there's something that I can look forward to past where I am now. So that being said, that's a skill unto itself. Most people can't ask for help. You know, they're, they were taught not to as a kid. Oh, so mm -hmm. what we have to do is bring that voice out of them, right? Bring your, your inner voice, make it your outer voice. Part of the art 
of martial arts is the expression of yourself. So usually it's going to be your body, right? Because that's easiest because it's out, outside and everybody can see it. But what's going on in your head right now? I don't know. I just see you nodding your head. That's <laughs> <laughs> <So>, true. <laughs> yeah. So in that sense, your own relationship with yourself changes. Mm-hmm. And once your relationship with yourself changes, then your relationship with everybody else does too. And that's what it has to do with Kung Fu. That's what it has to do with martial arts. I see. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm, in addition to that, I can imagine like just being focused for a couple hours without like your phone or any kind of like stimulus, right? It's just you practicing a certain skill over and over again. That might Absolutely. give you a clearer head and right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. It's a, it's an endorphin rush. Oh yeah. <laughs> you get all, the, yes, you get all the, the good drugs that your hypothalamus makes. Mm-hmm. And naturally. <laughs> yeah. And you mm-hmm. get it naturally. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, I want to say it's by design, but I think it's just actually a side effect of actually being a human. Side effect, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you achieve something great, like when you learn a new move or in skating, learn a new trick, it's like the best feeling, right? Yeah. You had conquered something and you yeah, learned something. There's endorphins rushing through you, You're like, yes, I've done it. Mm-hmm. Why do we watch sports? Is it because we actually like watching the guy with a funny shaped ball run past a little chalk line? No, <laughs> it's because we actually see ourselves as that person. It's that's, uh, you know what the Good Samaritan effect is, right? Um, what's that? No. So if I were to watch, um, if I were to watch a Boy Scout help a little lady across the street, I feel good. Basically, as humanity, I mean, we're not a hive mind, but we kind of are. <laughs> we kind of are. are, but we're not. <laughs> so it, it's, mm-hmm. I see myself helping that old lady, which makes me feel good. Yeah. Because I have hope for humanity. Mm-hmm. That kid's going to end up being awesome. Great. Same reason for sports. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That guy caught the ball and he ran 80 yards. I could do that. You know what? I probably can't physically, but I'm there with him. He's a yeah. piece part of my team. Mm-hmm. Why do we get a rush out of that? It's because we have hope for humanity. It's because we see ourselves at the weird basis subconscious level as that person mm-hmm. doing good. So when you actually ace that skateboarding trick, right? Or when you learn a new throw and, and you got it right and you didn't, you know, you didn't fall on top of your partner or whatever it is. Hey, you know what? That's awesome. Why do we watch Olympics? I mean, that's why. Because holy crap, humans are great. I mean, yeah. I might be stuck on the couch, mm-hmm. but whatever. I could do that if I work at it. Do I have the discipline to do that though? Eh. <laughs> That's the hard part. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. And it's, I mean, wow. What I love about like martial arts and physical skill is that it's also something in your control. Like you feel positive about it just because you can, you know, that if you commit yourself with enough time and practice and dedication, these things will change. A lot of times people try to focus too much on things they can't control, whether it's like politics or external influences. And then they get in a cycle of like negativity and, you know, it's just it's just very bad look in life versus when you can control something you feel True. like more positive about the world and yourself absolutely well yeah my teachers always said that you can't move the mind with the mind 
You can't, you know, as much as I want to have you like Luigi instead of Mario, you know, I can't do that with my mind, right? I might be able to, you know, move my mouth and try to convince you that, no, actually Mario is better. But, you know, you have to use the body to move the mind. And that's why we like sports. That's why we like to get out and do things is, is that now the hardest part is to actually move your body. That's the hard part. Yeah. Get up off the, the couch, come, man. You know, <laughs> your watch when it tells you to stand up, mm-hmm. you know, make sure to make sure to actually go do something. Now, I mean, it's hard because we're in a quarantine and everything like that, mm-hmm. but there's plenty of stuff that you can still do in your home. Uh, like what? What do you recommend? Do. Uh, well, there's, there is a plenty of uh, subscription services that uh, allow you to do workouts. Uh, I've seen a couple of them for physical, like uh, physical stuff, doing like uh, workouts at home using, you know, just a yoga mat. There's a bunch of yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, there's a, there's a couple of yoga ones out there if you if you're into yoga, but that even yoga has the same martial arts principles in it, you know, because um, you got to do it a lot. Um, and then you can there's a, a bunch of different places as well uh, that allow. I think there's some subscription services that allow you to do different uh, trade things, you know. Um, there's things that allow you to do like how to blacksmith from home and all sorts of wacky, yeah. wacky stuff, whatever, uh-huh. whatever you're into. Mm-hmm. But you're not just, you know, sitting on the couch eating bonbons, you know, right. from the inside because mm-hmm. your body's not moving. You actually are now getting up, you're doing stuff. You know, if you're, if you're learning how to cook, you know, there's plenty of cooking uh, academies online as well. So you're up in the kitchen, you're doing stuff, you're, you're, you know, that's kind of the thing. You still have to move your body to uh, cook. Cooking also martial arts. There's a ton of, ton of subscription services uh, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not going to shout out any which sure. one, <laughs> but there's a ton of places. Mm-hmm. If you have kids, even I'm sure, uh, Grandmaster Google will help you out with the. Mm-hmm. With <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> he knows a lot. Man. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. and, and How many followers too? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But th- that's that's the thing is is mm-hmm. as as you go in and and do martial arts, you start to realize that it's the same, it's the same. Yes, everything that you learn in martial arts, mm-hmm. with the exception of how how to actually you know hurt people, is going to be. <laughs> uh applied to, uh, to everything i see um i want to move on to what do you think makes uh, we're at a time right now where like people are watching videos online to learn new things as opposed to like maybe meeting with different instructors and who like can help you learn things so what makes a good instructor and how is it more beneficial to learn from an actual person than uh, oh, from man. a video mm-hmm. well it's, it's better in person i will tell you that for sure <laughs> what a question. yeah mm-hmm. uh, okay when you are in front of somebody they can automatically correct you there is a physical something very um uh what, what's the best word to use this uh humbling i guess would be right something humbling about having a teacher in front of you going hey move this foot, do this, do that. They don't even have to touch you, but, but somebody that's there. Whereas 
when you're on a Zoom call or, or you know, any sort of things, who knows if they see it? Maybe they're looking at, you know, the, the ukulele thing behind you, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. But when, I, when we're in a physical space, then you know my, all my attention's on, on you specifically. You know, yeah. I can actually stand right next to you and say, okay, see how my foot is like this? Instead of, okay, let me adjust my camera. All right, hold on. Right. That's the difference. It's it, it, the speed at which we communicate, you know, when we're in the same room is actually still, you know, not reproducible. Not until we have a holodeck. Right? Can we actually, you know, until we have the Zoom holodeck? Yes. You know, <laughs> like yeah, uh huh. Star Wars style, right? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, that's kind of the 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 thing. If if we I can think. pull this off, you know, right now again, crazy times. Yes. But we have the communication ability to still connect and actually, you know, help each other that way. Great, but it's still limited. You know, that's the difference. So then, yeah, try when things get better, hopefully to, to go back out and get more confidence to. Well, absolutely. When the, the, uh, the internet is great because it keeps us, you know, connected. However, there's nothing to be said about constant ongoing practice in front of somebody that can uh, help you immediately. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, let me put it this way. Can open heart surgery be done over Zoom? No. <laughs> no. Uh, so probably, maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, with a robot as and like a machine. Consultant? Yeah, as a consultant. But somebody's hands still have to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same thing with any, mm-hmm. uh, any sort of internet teaching or coaching. I see. Again, can't change the mind with the mind. Mm-hmm. And all this is is just, you know, Talking, talking. This true. I, the best thing I could do is say, oh, "Okay, go <laughs> this." All right, but I can't go over there and just like tap your foot, <laughs> or you right. know, mm-hmm. or, yes. or do that. I, I feel like you can't quite do certain things over Zoom mm-hmm. or over, over conferencing. Um, it'd be really hard to teach uh, triangle choke uh, over Zoom. I think. Uh, stuff like that you know yes. any sort of uh, grappling art <laughs> so is cool. going to be tough. right yes mm-hmm. um, unless again you have your thir- there's a third person right you know there's mm-hmm. no uh it's very hard to do a private lesson <laughs> over over it unless it's a it's a not uh it's a not applicable uh skill yes you know mm-hmm. i can't do the application right away mm-hmm. right Just even training. if it was like, let's say if you're you're doing zoom cooking academy right that's that's great, but you still have to have food in front of you. Otherwise, you're just talking. Yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, you need to actually learn how to do it. There, you learn something so different when you're yeah. actually doing the thing versus like when you're speaking and talking about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And many people learn differently. Like um, there's the visual, kinesthetic, audio, and some people can get off the part from learning from just hearing, mm-hmm. like just talking. But most people uh, were combination of all three. Uh, I say myself as visual and kinesthetic, like um, Alan said that, hey, sometimes you need to see so have the teacher right in front of me and say, oh, I'm supposed to have my foot that way or my hand this way. So it, it, many people learn differently. So mm-hmm. Zoom can be great for people auditory, but for the people that are like visual and kinesthetic or just do it, um, then it's going to be rough. Amazing. 
Kenny, I want to ask you, how long have, have you been now teaching martial arts? Being teaching. Instructor? Yes. I officially started teaching, I want to say five years ago. I see. Um, five or even more because I got into this program before I became a black belt. And, and that's where I started, you know, getting into the ropes of becoming an instructor. Like, first of all, being help around the you know, existing teachers, what so have you, um, watching my master right now and so forth. And mm -hmm. And there's also um, getting the practice in by actually teaching the actual classes. And I had some practices doing outside gigs when I was in college. So, um, so I think I mentioned before, the other way I went to um, libraries, colleges, schools, and um, especially the elementary schools. And boy, that's rough. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, but yes, that's how I got, in the, got my teaching hours is by through experience. And of course, I have a great uh, community of other teachers are ones that bring me up and that's how I managed to become a teacher as of right now and I'm doing the same thing right now with the younger younger new black belts uh, we call our junior instructors so um, pass yes wow all right cool um and our time is jumping up here but I want to ask you uh, Alan as like a master you work with different instructors right how do you know when yeah. someone is like young and passionate how do you know that they're fit to be a good instructor <laughs> why is kenny a good instructor I will... it's a hair i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> to mm -hmm. what we talked about in the beginning mm -hmm. why are you here mm -hmm. some people are there only for themselves which is fine great everybody has to have a starting point eventually once you reconcile that hey i think i can do this for myself you start to see that, hey, you know what? Maybe I can do this for other people as well. And that happens uh, usually within the first six months of training. You can already see if somebody's willing to take it upon themselves to help others and to be a better example of uh, how to do things in, in, in their whole life uh, rather than just, you know, the guy that does the best arm bar because there are better martial artists out there than myself than kenny than you know jackie chan than jet lee there are better martial artists out there mm -hmm. but what they do in their field is so much higher and better you know that they are in front of us more yeah and you can see that in the first six months of training okay, what's this person going to be doing? Is this person here because they want to look flashy? Or is this person here and actually talking to the other students, helping the other students? You know, uh, are, they, are they taking it upon themselves to do it instead of, you know, being told to? And you can see that right away um, with most students within the first six months, usually within the first six weeks. Now, um, Personally, Kenny showed up and he had no idea what the heck he was doing, but he knew he wanted to do it. When, uh, if, if my memory serves correctly. <laughs> by that, so I was like, do you want to be an instructor? Do you want to, is this something you, you, you've thought of and th think of? Because either way, you're going to be great. You're going to be fine for your black belt. But if you do want to be an instructor, then here are the steps, you know, this, this, these are your, your benchmarks basically in order to do that. 
And if you can do that, then you'll be an instructor, you know, and for some people, they actually even check off all those boxes and they realize they don't want to be an instructor, which is fine. But you know what? They use those same principles in their other walks of life. It's insane, but yeah, Kung Fu is in everything. It, it, mm -hmm. it, it, the principles are the same. Wow. Amazing. There you go. Um, you're here, folks. <laughs> At 8 to the show, thank you guys for hey, coming. Man. Master Alan, Instructor Novero, much pleasure to have you on the show. Yes. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to say or shout out before we wrap up here? Uh, don't be stuck in your mindset. Um, uh, we have taken our Kung Fu and our martial arts and we've gone a lot of different places with it. I keep on reminding Kenny that he walked into a little Kung Fu school and he's been a lot of different places because of Kung Fu. Yes. Now, so I'm not met Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. So part of it's because he knows me, but uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but ma mainly uh, we've done a lot of different things. You know, uh, like I said, I have lightsabers on the wall. So we've actually created a uh, Saber Martial Arts uh, Foundation, which has, is on sabermartialarts.life. All right, we'll link it below. Thing. Sounds yeah, good. <laughs> there's a, mm -hmm. It's basically a collective of martial arts schools that also teach lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. and, and they treat it like a lightsaber. So it's not like just you know a fencing school where they fence with a, a glow stick. No, it's actually set like a martial art. Um, so there are ranks and there are, are, are things like that. And because you know we're nerds, they also add the Star Wars lore into it and stuff. <laughs> But a lot of it is, again, why are you here, mm -hmm. right? So that's one of the, one of the many things that we, we can do is now create something new and fun for other people to, to help get them off their couch because it's something else that they love. Because nowadays, you know that if you want to learn any kind of jujitsu technique, you can just log on to YouTube, search for that specific technique, and there's a guy teaching you to do it. But are you doing it in the air? Do you have a friend that's that that's willing to, to go through all the pain and heartache of teaching you how to do it and, and right. uh, teaching how to so, tap? Yeah, you have to teach them how to tap. <laughs> you got to teach them all sorts of stuff. So, if there are more martial artists out there, step outside of your comfort zone. Step step outside of your tradition. I'm not saying don't teach your tradition. I'm saying step outside of it and kind of look at it and see how many more people you can get into it in different ways. So for us, uh, we chose a lightsaber. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I mean, that's everyone not the can relate. Yeah. Everyone can relate. Everyone can relate to the lightsaber. Everyone knows about yeah. the lightsaber and it's fine. That's, that, that's why we chose it. <laughs> yeah. The Darth Maul. Um, <laughs> so, can you show us a move, Kenny? Yeah. <laughs> do a backflip. Um, <laughs> no, if you, uh, if you uh, do, anything if you're a martial artist or you're mm -hmm. interested in martial arts there is always somebody out there willing to teach you in the way you can be taught it's just going to be hard to find that person unless you are in a community of people to do that there are so many people that started off in our saber martial arts program that have gone to do other martial arts because of it whether it be hey you know what this is really cool and i like the way that guy fights great what's he do he does kali oh can i look into kali Okay, great. Oh, what's what's that guy? Do? Oh, he does he does uh you know 
kendo. Oh, great. You know, can I, can I learn that? Yeah, specifically and go through that tradition. So that's the last thing I would say is like, SaberMartialArts.life. It's an easier Check easy it out. to go into the description, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's uh, one of the, the things that yeah. uh, martial artists can do mm-hmm. to help their martial art is to come at it from a different way, be able to step outside of their tradition and kind of relax a little bit. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little bit, uh, I mean, some things are a little too stringent, but it, it really just depends on, on depends. the person. Mm-hmm. So find, we have a saying that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So, um, wow, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just, I mean, try and then it'll come your way. As you said, I mean, you said a lot of things, but people, everyone's looking for like community, happiness, yes. peace, calm, de-stress, physically move, feel good. And a lot of these things can come from martial arts. And there's so many different kinds of martial arts. Um, you can definitely find something that fits your curiosity. And if you try it, who knows what can happen? Your life could change. Awesome. Uh, that's another episode of A to the Show. Check it out. Awesome. Uh, like, share, you know, the subscribe, right? There's a big button. Subscribe to us. And uh, yeah, move your body. <laughs> this is how we sign out. So yeah. come and peace such thing as rape apologies and you act tough now motherfucker wait till you're put in court anyways yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. is there anything you want to say or shout oh, out man. before we wrap up here <laughs> if anything i just want to say i just got emotional because i'm so proud it's the future of our generation and everyone is going to be like you guys with your mentality and your confidence and your interest in important topics that can make or break our <laughs> life, then I'm really, really fucking proud of you and I'm so happy. Uh. <laughs> Wait, are you actually tearing? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm fucking emotional. Oh, uh, no, don't worry. Stephanie, <laughs> we can't just hang up. No, I, no yeah. I, but I agree.